With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. The comeback kids of the bayou, welcome in the beginning of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast Fox Sports Radio Network as we emanate live from inside the magic radio box, bloviating the overnight hours away. And don't worry, we will have a mini Maller meltdown over the National League Championship Series coming up later in our number one as we do it live from the Geico FSR studios. This show is never on tape. Some shows do tape. We do not. We do this show live uh, every night. We're supposed to be here. Now, the podcast is on tape, but the podcast is supposed to be on tape. See, that's how that works. But we do live radio, old school style. And we begin this hour with a look-in in the Gulf Coast, where the Chargers and Saints were duking it out. Now, I was watching this game. I don't know if you watched the Monday night game. I was multitasking. I had 
the baseball game over here, and I had the football game over here, and I have uh, functioning eyeballs, so I was able to go from the right to the left and from the left to the right. And I was I was playing some mind games. I thought maybe if I turned down the sound on Joe Buck, the Dodgers would do good. Didn't work. Uh, that did not work. So then I turned the sound back up, and that didn't really work either. But as far as the as far as the football game is concerned, so Justin Herbert, the first round pick out of Oregon, who he, this guy came out and he was throwing lasers. For the Chargers, man, he looked like an old school, he reminded me of like a 1980s classical NFL quarterback, right? The standard, you know, tall gunslinger, fallback. You know, and that was that was Herbert in a nutshell. He's played well in these recent games. Uh, he's only been in a few of them. But in the end, it was the old geezer, Drew Brees, who was on life support early in this game, who rallied. Nolans back for a, they were down 20 to 3 at one point. The game turned out to be a seesaw game and ended up going to overtime. Overtime. You said a guy passed away last year. Double overtime, right? Double overtime. This was a seesaw situation. Now, it was Drew Brees who was able to awake the smelling salts that Sean Payton ordered on Amazon arrived in time and Breeze woke up from his slumber in the second half there. There was also a key defensive stop for a ragtag Saints defensive unit. And in the end, a field goal win as the New Orleans Saints get a 30-27 victory over the Chargers. The story here is about Drew Breeze, though, which was very close to being the losing locker room. There continues to be this fascination with the downfall of Drew Brees. Now, if you did not watch this game and you merely looked at the box score, you would say, what the hell is wrong with you? You bleeping blowhard on the radio. That's why you're on in the middle of the night. Drew Brees had 325 yards passing. He had a rushing touchdown and a throwing touchdown. What's not to like about that? Well, a lot. A lot. So let's discuss the question. What do you make of Drew Brees? A very hot in the second half and very cold in the first half performance on Monday night. So I have Splash Mountain, Yo-Yo, and Textbook. And we will combine all of these things together into a nice little package. Now, A, this is is a science experiment is what it is. Is the glass half full or... Or is the glass half empty and cracked? And it really depends on your perspective here. If you are a fan of the Saints who looked like the Aints in the first half. Now, we believe it's cracked. On this show, we believe it's cracked. Uh, Drew Brees played the first half like someone who should have been wearing a sports coat in the press box calling the game on television. He was washed up. Now, you can live in a vacuum. And say that that's not really reality. It's the Drew Brees in the second half. But it doesn't change what he did in the first half. We wondered aloud if Sean Payton was going to do the unthinkable, the unspeakable, and bench his Hall of Fame quarterback, Drew Brees. Brees started the game one of five on throws 10-plus yards down the field, including that interception, which was a terrible throw. looked like Nathan Peterman throwing that pass. For the Saints, and at halftime, Breeze only had 93 yards passing, had a passer rating of 
point two, and he was averaging, I believe it was less than five yards an attempt at halftime. It was it was not good. And if Breeze didn't have the resume that he obviously has in his back pocket, we believe he would have been sent to Siberia. Not just to the showers, he would have been sent literally and figuratively to Siberia. Wow, that was some crap Ola is what he served up in the first half of that game. Now, the Chargers, who don't exactly have the greatest defense in the world, I don't know if you know that about them or not, they're not that good, they were able to control things, but it was more about the ineptitude of Drew Brees than it was anything particular that was going on with the Chargers defense. And eventually, just like crumble cake, the Chargers came apart, right? They came apart. At the seams uh, is what they did. It was it was not a good situation uh, at all. Uh, and so here we sit. It, after the second quarter, so I mentioned glass half full, glass half empty. I mentioned as well that I was not I was not on board the hype train for Drew Brees because of what I saw in the first half. Now after the second quarter interception, Drew Brees from that point forward looked like the Drew Brees of three, four years ago when he was consistently getting it done, 28 of 37, 293 yards, and he also had a rushing touchdown after that point. Drew Brees is playing, though, at this point, when you take a step back, right? Take a step back. Drew Brees is playing exactly how you would expect a 41-year-old, long-in-the-tooth quarterback to perform. Watching him play for the Saints is like a ride on Splash Mountain. You are anticipating a nice, peaceful ride, but at some point there's going to be a big drop and you're going to get soaked. And that's exactly uh, what happened here for the Saints. It happened in the first half. Now, the rest of the game was a rather peaceful ride, although it was a little bit rocky there at the very end. Now, part B of this, we have done several monologues this season about the Saints. If you look at the the big picture here, this is the new normal. We said this was the new normal. It hasn't changed. Now, I realize Breeze put up a good stat line against the Lions last week, uh, the, the game prior to the Charger game, and that was a game the, the Saints were down early by a couple of scores. But Sean Payton, he's like a guy at the circus, and he's juggling. He's like this. In one hand, he's juggling footballs, right? Because he's a football coach. In the other hand, hand grenades. And uh, and the pin is out of the hand grenades. He's like this. He's juggling the hand grenades and the footballs. Drew Brees' arm is shot. I don't want to hear anything other than that because that's what I've seen. When I see the Saints in these high-profile games, these Monday night games, these, these uh, primetime games, that's what I see. Dependability is more important than availability. But reliability is, is is the most important thing. Drew Brees is a human yo-yo, right? At this point, that is a recipe for failure is what it is. New Orleans, on my big board, Big Ben's big board of the top of the top on the NFC, the Saints are downgraded. They are no longer at the very top rung. They were in the top rung. They're out. Now, the Packers are number one. Green Bay's number one. The Seattle Seahawks are number two. I have the Rams as the new number three. You can ram it all day. You can ram it all night. That team's got defense that's playing well. They also have an offense that's getting it done. So I have the Rams at number three. The Rams have now passed the Saints on the big board, Big Ben's big board in the NFC. That's right. Damn right. 
Coach of the year, Sean McVay. All right, now, here's the thing. Back to, to Brees. You simply cannot trust Drew Brees series to series, right? It's not half to half. It's series to series. Now, I realize that getting Michael Thomas, the middleweight champion of the boxing world back, is going to help, right? But it will not fix the underlying issues on defense that are there. You can see it in the secondary. You can pick apart that secondary. Now, that said... If you look at the Saints, right now, as we sit here after week five for them, uh, Drew Brees has no danger of being benched. Now, we had said I would have benched him if I was coaching the Saints. I would have. But Jameis Winston is really the backup, even though he's listed as the third. They got the gimmick quarterback, Taysom Hill. But really, it's Jameis Winston's the backup. He's the, the next in line. He is not going to... Sniff the field unless Drew Brees is either in the injury tent or in an ambulance on the way to the hospital. Sean Payton is going to ride or die with Drew Brees. Right? Doesn't matter, right? Come hell or high water, he's going to be out there. And since Drew Brees is royalty, right, he'll follow an old, there's an old expression the old Texas football coach, Daryl Royal. I had dance with the one that brung you, right? And that's going to be the the mantra, the battle cry of the Saints, no matter how bad it gets for Drew Brees. Now, the only possible out here, and I've seen this in the past, is where you come up with some Fugazi injury to give Drew Brees' arm a couple of weeks off, say week eight or nine, and you let him sit for a couple of weeks and then come back and hoping that his, his arm is just a dead arm and it'll bounce back for a playoff run. We've seen that, that activity used by other teams in the NFL over the years. All right, last word here. So Justin Herbert had a very impressive statistical game. And yet again, he ends up in the losing locker room for the Chargers. And as many people have pointed out, we point out all the time, it's really doesn't matter the stat thing. I used to be all about the stats. And when you play fantasy sports, if you're at DraftKings, uh, it's a big effing deal. And so if you're a DraftKings player, I get it. It matters. But... Wins and losses. The late, great Tony Phillips, he yelled at me, an old baseball player from back in the day. He got very upset with me because I was asking him questions and he was playing for a team that was was just imploding. And he said, wins and losses, wins and mother blankety blank losses. That's all you care about. And uh, pretty much. Uh, Justin Herbert, though, filling the stat sheet, he had 264 yards. He averaged almost eight yards per attempt, four touchdowns for the rookie, no interceptions, and a 122.7 quarterback rating, which makes you question the sanity of the head coach, Anthony Lynn. Like, you were so hell-bent on not playing Justin Herbert. This is why I've ranted against the Miami Dolphins, and I've complained. What are you doing? I realize that Ryan Fitzpatrick went out and just destroyed and and took the lunch money of the 49ers defense over the weekend, but who's to say Tua Tungavailoa couldn't have done that? The stubbornness, the pig-headedness of these coaches with these rookie quarterbacks. Listen, I understand there's a a certain cadence you have to earn your job, but when you're the first-round pick, just being the top quarterback selected is earning your job in the modern NFL. And if the doctor for the Chargers had not decided to poke the uh, the backup, or what had been the starting quarterback there, uh, Tyrod Taylor, in a place he was not supposed to be poked with a needle, then Herbert would still not be playing, right? And, and impressive stats and all that, and sexy stats are great, 
But they the, so far have not translated to wins. And since he got the keys to the kingdom with the Chargers, the Chargers are on four. There's a problem. You keep doing that, suddenly you become Matthew Stafford, which is not what you want to be. And the last couple of weeks have been Heartbreak Hotel. 20-3 to lead in the second quarter of the game Monday night in the Bayou. Gone. They lose. They also puked up a 24-7 lead against Tampa the week before. Couldn't stop Tom Brady in the second half. It's like deja vu all over again, not the strip club. So Anthony Lynn is clearly using the same textbook handed out to Matt Patricia and former Falcons coach Dan Quinn because the Lions, the Falcons, and the Chargers now have a doctorate in the vaudevillian comedy pratfall when you have a big league, finding new and creative ways to vomit all over the field. So L.A. is 1-4 now. They are in a race neck and neck with the Denver Broncos for the seller of the AFC West. For the seller of the AFC West. So that's where they stand. And I saw some of the quotes coming out of the Charger locker room from Anthony Lynn. He said, we have 11 games to turn this around. Okay. Okay, coach. I'm sure that's going to happen. Of course. Man, be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, 
You can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is a time-tested tradition. LeBron James wins something and then opens up the floodgates of complaining. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond as we broadcast on the vast Fox Sports Radio Network, 400-plus radio stations all over satellite radio on Sirius XM Channel 83, emanating live, though, from inside the Magic Radio Box, also known as the Geico FSR Studios. And glad you have chosen to spend some time with us. We already did our post-mortem on the NBA Finals. We did that last night in a previous episode of the show. Several of you reached out to me, very angry, that we did not focus in on some comments made after the NBA Finals came to an end. And so in an effort to stop you idiots from um, badgering me, uh, we will go down this road. Specifically, this relates to LeBron James. Now, LeBron James, right after the NBA Finals came to an end, you probably didn't see this because no one was watching, uh, he took a shot at his detractors and those that were questioning LeBron and the Lakers in general after winning the NBA championship for him, his fourth NBA championship for the Lakers, as you know, uh, the Los Angeles Lakers, their 12th championship. A lot of people giving them the Minneapolis championships. We know on this show that is not true. So rather than me waste a lot of our time, and let's just get into it here, and, and we'll play the audio. As Warner Wolf would say, let's go to the audio tape. Here is LeBron James after the game commenting on the R word. We just want our respect. Rob wants his respect. Coach Vogel wants his respect. Our organization wants their respect. Laker Nation wants their respect. And I want my damn respect, too. Woo! Woo! Rah, rah, LeBron! Rah, rah! Oh, my God. How nauseating is that? Now, earlier in the playoffs, LeBron James also huffed and puffed. You might remember from behind the bubble, he felt like he was snubbed. He wasn't. Uh, for the NBA MVP award, uh, that went to Giannis Adentacumbo, who deserved it. Why? Because he was better than LeBron during the regular season. Uh, and so he was upset by that and the, the mark of disrespect and whatnot. So let us discuss this latest soundbite. We played it for you just a second ago. What do you make of LeBron James and his respect 
rant, his respect rant. So I have sweetness, shtick, and the thumb. And we will combine all these things together, and we are going to make an apple pie is what we're going to make, right? With, with a la mode. Scoop of vanilla ice cream. So number one. Number one. LeBron James, we know that he marches to the beat of his own drummer. In fact, he's got a whole drum line behind him. If you read the book of legends, if you read the book of legends, you, you will not find a single player in the book of legends other than LeBron James who begs for respect. It is generally taboo to do that. It is taboo to beg for respect. It's unbecoming. Michael Jordan had the Nike campaign, just do it. But I remember when Jordan was was ascending to the top of the hill, there were people early on that were like, hey, Magic Johnson's a better player. Larry Bird's a better player. They had been just before him, and they crossed over. Obviously, Jordan played against uh, Larry Bird and Magic Johnson quite a bit in the beginning half of his career. But the argument was always, well, those guys are better. But Jordan never at any point, I never recall, and you can call me on this if it it happened, I never remember Michael Jordan saying, I demand my damn respect. I want my damn respect. He got there, he got there, but he got there without asking for it. He never once, Michael Jordan, to my memory, demanded, you better respect me. If he didn't bellyache, uh, you know, in, in public, because uh, people didn't swoon over him. Jordan didn't care about that, per se. He didn't. Now, you, you look at Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time for Tampa Bay now. Have you ever heard Tom Brady say, I demand my respect. I demand respect. You know who I am. No, it doesn't happen. In fact, I spent a, a few minutes. I didn't spend that much time on this, but I was trying to think as I was on my walk. I go on these long walks in the afternoon because uh, the gyms are all locked up and deadbolted here where I live because of the corona. So I, I go on these long walks, and I'm thinking about you know maybe I can you know, some different angles I can talk about for the show. So I'm, I'm walking, la 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 la. You know, I'm walking along, and I'm trying to you know rack my brain here. And I know there's not a lot in there, but I was trying to figure out someone else in sports who regularly, who was one of the, the top players in their sport, who regularly whined about needing respect. And I sat there, and I was, I, don't say, I was walking, and I'm scratching my head, you know, I'm scratching my head, and I couldn't come up with anything. And I remember that when I was a, when I was a kid, there was a, a player known as Sweetness who had a great quote about this that sums up LeBron James, and listen, Walter Payton's been dead for a long time, but his quote has legs. The Chicago Bear legend, Walter Payton. And here's what Walter Payton said. Remember, he died a long time ago, played his his heyday was in the 80s, as part of the 85 Bears at the end there of his career. But Walter Payton said, when you're good at something, you'll tell everyone. When you're great at something, they'll tell you. All right, and that certainly applies here with LeBron James. Just take a, take a breath, LeBron. Take a breath. Take a breath. All right, now the second thing. When I, while I'm saying take a breath, I do realize that for LeBron James, these comments are on brand, right? On brand. LeBron loves to whine for attention. He loves it. It is his drug. He needs it. He needs it pumped into his veins. He needs the attention. You're never that far away from a LeBron James hissy fit over something. So James decided to vent after the NBA Finals. If you don't worship at his altar, and if you don't 
take a knee uh, for LeBron there, then he's not happy. He's angry. And uh, LeBron is always in a tizzy, it seems. Well, not always. Several times a year, he's resentful or he's frustrated because of some perceived wrongdoing, which in many cases, he's the only one that sees this. It's part of his shtick. That's what he's known for. King James has co-authored over the years the uh, the passive-aggressive handbook. He's co-authored the Passive Aggressive Handbook. Uh, deep down, you know it's killing him that these finals were his signature. LeBron's signature was all over these finals. Dud. 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 Dolesville. Dolesville. LeBron James thinks of himself as a mega all-world star. He certainly gets a lot of money. He's made a ton of money. He buys mansions in Beverly Hills for $30 million and whatnot uh, randomly. Um, you know, he's, he's got a lot of real estate dealings. LeBron... But deep down, this is a blow to his machismo, what has happened in these NBA finals. And he won't admit to it publicly, but it's ironic that LeBron is not the drawing card he thought he was. The NBA thought he was. The NBA figured, out as long as we have LeBron in the finals, we're going to get a huge rating. It's funny, too, because LeBron's been on a mission here to try to get people to vote. And man, has that backfired. Man, has that backfired. The American people, though, they have voted, LeBron, with their remote controls. They don't want to watch you play basketball. Clickety-click go the remote controls. Sunday's NBA final decider. The end of the finals between LeBron's Lakers and Jimmy Bucket's Miami Heat drew 5.5 million viewers. Last year's final game between the Toronto Raptors, a Canadian team, and the Golden State Warriors had an audience of almost 19 million. That is a 71% nosedive right into the abyss for LeBron James in the NBA. Game 5 of the NBA Finals drew 5.7 million viewers. That is down close to 70% for Game 5 year-to-year, same game last year. Again, Canadian team a year ago. We are talking about roughly 13 million people who watched something other than the NBA Finals compared to a year ago. And there's a bunch of people who are making excuses here because LeBron's got a lot of his buddies in the media that look out for him and carry his water. It's a head-spinning total. It's a head-spinning total. Now, an NBA spokeswoman said that this is great. So you've lost 13 million viewers year to year if you're the NBA. How are you going to spin it? Well, an NBA spokeswoman said that health and safety was the primary concern in organizing this year's finals rather than, you know, optimizing television ratings. Can you say damage control? I knew you could say I knew you could say that damage control. All right. Now, the decline is at least partly because of the NBA's very vocal social justice stance. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's all because of that. I don't believe that to be true, but it certainly is a part of it, and it's a big enough part of it where the NBA is taking notice. All those cute little slogans on the uniforms and the big, bold writing on the court are going bye-bye. They're going the way of the dodo bird. Why? Because Adam Silver had a come-to-Jesus moment, or in this case, a come-to-losing-13-million-of-your-viewers moment. He's raising the white flag, and he's saying that all that stuff, all that wokeness, is going to vanish during games. Now, I'm, I'm guaranteeing the NBA will still be the wokest of them all in the land, but it won't be on the uniforms. It won't be on the court. They're going to try to get their audience back. 
And while other sports are down, the NBA is so much further down than the other sports, it's insane. I mean, the NFL is down like 15%, 14% year to year, for example. Hockey went down a lot, but not as much. Not as much as the NBA and Major League Baseball went down, but not as much. Not anywhere close to where the the sport of basketball is. All right, final point. So Aretha Franklin is not walking through that door, right, for LeBron James. The Queen of Soul has checked out, unfortunately. No R-E-S-P-E-C-T for you. LeBron James ought to know by now. I believe he does know this, that you don't gain respect when you stack the deck. It doesn't happen. It does not happen. And I'm talking about the unibrow. LeBron admitted he couldn't hack it with the Lakers without calling in reinforcements. The Laker roster was built through some nefarious ways. They tanked for almost a decade, got all those lottery picks, some shady back alley deals, and LeBron, let's be honest, was an abject failure as a Laker his first season. Every man, woman, and child knows this. Most importantly, LeBron knows this. Right? Never forget, LeBron without Anthony Davis as a Laker could not even make the postseason. The Royals, uh, the Lakers think of themselves as royalty. They royally stunk is what they did. And, and LeBron regularly blew a gasket on the court. The Lakers that first season, before Anthony Davis, they had a losing record. And LeBron James faked an injury at the end of the season so he didn't want to play because they weren't going to make the playoffs. They finished 10th in the Western Conference and said, well, LeBron got hurt. Yeah, the Lakers were one game above 500 with LeBron in the lineup. That's embarrassing. It was an embarrassing effort. And so LeBron sounded the bugle. He called in the cavalry, right? His underling, Rich Paul, and some of the other guys he knows at the NBA. And the, you know, Rich Paul's the shadow GM of the Lakers. And uh, they pulled some strings. And they were able to convince the Pelicans to trade Anthony Davis to the Lakers. And uh, New Orleans, of course, the dummies that they are, they obliged. The deck was stacked. And so, again, LeBron does not get the respect because he put his thumb on the scale. He put his thumb on the scale. Sorry! Not sorry! That's the way that it works. That's how it, That's how this. The, these things are adjudicated. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. 
As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Andrea writes in. She's known as Virgo in service, the sports sorceress. She says, I'm joining the show, Ben. Interesting news about pioneering Aries, Billy Bean, and him moving to the Fenway sports deal. Yeah, that's the the news there that's making the rounds that Billy Bean's going to leave the Oakland Athletics to join the Fenway sports group, but not run the Red Sox. He's going to run some European soccer teams, allegedly. Jonathan in Delaware says, Ben, you're just upset because your Clippers lost. Stop crying about LeBron. Just the facts. The people demanded it, Jonathan. I tried to avoid another LeBron monologue. People wanted it. They were upset. And rightfully so. I mean, LeBron is, come on. Talking about respect. You couldn't win squat as a Laker until you stack the deck. You don't get respect like that. That's not, not how it works. Sorry. All right, uh, who else do we have? Uh, Rob in Vegas says, Ben, this guy is such a loser. There are some people out there, I'm not one of them, that actually debate back and forth who's the best NBA player of all time, Le Purse or Michael Jordan. How big of a jackass do you have to be to cry in a post-game interview you're not respected? Well, I talked to LeBron. He's the one that did it. I didn't do it, but you're, you're right. It's ridiculous. Uh, absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Seashell writes in. That's quite the name. He says, ratings would have been better if your choking Clippers played the Lakers. 
Uh, like the abysmal Rays slash Cheaters ratings would be better if the Yankees were rightfully able to revenge their ALCS. Well, I agree with you. The Clippers are ratings gold. Uh, that is true. But unfortunately, uh, they decided to uh, gag against the Denver Nuggets, which is unfortunate. All right, let's go to the phones. The people would like to speak. And uh, let's go to Pinto in North Hollywood in Southern California. Hello. Hold on, Ben. Hold on one second. Get down from there. Get down. You got to get down right now. Get down. Malaya, get down. Get down. Get down from there. What are you doing? Okay. I was trying to call. I was trying to call you because I love your your whole thing dealing with with Breeze. I went through that. Wait, 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 no, 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 you can't start a call like that, Pinto, and not tell us who you were screaming at. Is that a, is that a pet you were screaming at, or is that a human being you were screaming at? It's, it's a pet. Is it a, it's, it's a dog pet. or a cat? It's a cat. It's a real cat. You got so, a cat, yeah, okay. So, so you, had, you had a little pussy cat there, and you were screaming at the pussy cat because the cat was doing something it should have been doing. I got you. Okay, all right. Got you. All right. Yeah, it's, it's not the average cat, though, kid. I, I, I. I What's so special about your cat? Why is your cat so special? Okay, okay, I'm 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 going up, and if you're in L.A., you already know what I'm talking about. When you go to that golf course up top of the hill, up in Glendale, and you it's all part threes and fours. So anyway, wait, I'm here down wait. the hill, and it's a yeah. cat walking across the street. So I was like, man, this is a baby cat. <laughs> And it, yeah. it didn't run from me. I didn't run from it. But I walked up to it and picked yeah. it up. So I knew it was a different cat because it's a bobcat. Like, you know, I know the pointed ears. Wait, 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 so, wait, wait. You picked up a bobcat? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Is You have a... Get down! Wait, wait. Time out, time out. You, you're claiming on the radio here you have a pet bobcat. Hey, look, man. I'm not trying to get in trouble. Well, I don't know who you really are. I don't know that we have any way of tracking you down. Maybe we do, but why would we? But you, I, I hold on a second. No, I don't care about what you want to talk about the Packers or the Saints or whatever. I don't care about that. How? How? how, how no, 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 no. Who cares? I don't care about Drew Brees. I, I'm. You. You just told me you have a bobcat as your pet. Yeah. And, and, and how long have you had this bobcat? Uh, maybe about a year and a half, but it's not the little baby cat that I picked up on the street. No, 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 Pinto. Okay, I'm not judging you. I'm fascinated by that. I think this is great radio. So, are you going to keep this thing? And now you've have you domesticated it? Hey, I'm gonna tell you how messed up it is, man. Straight up, if you want to know, the the cat. Doesn't react like other cats. I've had a couple of cats with my ex-wife. This cat, this cat, all cats like to cuddle up. This one charges at you and cuddles up, and you sort of have to protect the the the, 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 the damn cat's charging at you to protect yourself because it ain't coming like a regular cat. Yeah. It's coming like a bobcat. Yeah. And then you got to deal with it. You know. Oh my God. So, 
I, I don't want to, you know. You no, know I understand. I mean, I, I mean, but you, you got to think at some point, you know, animalistic instincts take over for these things, right? I mean, if you domesticate no, a bobcat, no. at some point they're going to be like, I'm having a bad day. I'm going to claw your face off. No, Ben, no. It, it ain't that type of deal. This cat, yeah. when it charges, all it wants to do is cuddle. Oh, it's a loving bobcat. Okay, I got you. Yeah, it's okay. cuddle. All right. What's your, bo- what's your bobcat's name? Malia, Malia, hmm. yeah. Anyone have any other? Eddie, you want to you want to have any questions here for for Pinto? He's got a pet bobcat that he found in Glendale. Does, does the uh, pet bobcat eat just like regular cat food, or you got to give it something else? Like great question, Eddie. Great question. No, I well, I know from having cats before, the best thing is to have wet food, but you, you mix it up. This cat don't. It doesn't really like really like eat like that. So sometimes yeah, yeah. you give it other stuff. So let me ask you. Let me ask you this, Peter. So, if you let the bobcat out to run around the neighborhood, does it come back? No. Hey, hey, hey look, man. I'm you've made it. You've made it. You've made it a house. You've made it a house bobcat. You've made it a house bobcat. Hey, listen. <laughs> you are. You. You got the. You. You have to lost your mind right now. No, I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm. You're the one with the pet bobcat. How have no. I lost my mind? Hey, look. What? I'm. A, I'm. I'm gonna put it like this. It's what? Some people have exotic pets. This is true. This is true. I'm not. I'm not yeah. disagreeing so, with you. Ha, ha, have you ever seen? Have you ever seen a kitten bingo? Like a real bingo? No, I remember. I thought, remember that uh, during the early part of the apocalypse was the the Lion King. Remember that they had the the people that hey, would hey, trade hey, lions look, and tigers hey, and all hey, that. Look, yeah. man, you, you, you cracking jokes? I live right behind Ralphs, right here in North Hollywood on Magnolia and Violet. I've been to that Ralphs. I've been there. Yeah. I saw a dude with a leash on his baby Bengal. Everybody, everybody, including me, was stopping in the store. All the chicks. It was like everybody was like, man, this is... Now, wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, Pinto, I I am blowing through the clock again, so I got to move on, but, like, does this help you pick up ladies and stuff when you're, you know, you're, hey, I got a pet bobcat. You want to see my bobcat? You know, is this, does this work? Is this a good uh, way to pick up the ladies? It's a good way to keep the ladies stayed at your place. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, Pinto, I, that's, see, I didn't think when I came into the station, you know, the radio station, my, my little home studio, that I, I didn't think I would, would hear about a, a bobcat, a pet no, bobcat. But I'm, but, I'm being serious. No, I listen. I'm not judging you. I think it's interesting. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I wish you luck. I hope it doesn't go rogue on you and attack. You know, so all right, I got to go. Thank Thank you, Pinto. I don't really care what you think about Drew Brees. All right, thank you, buddy. There he goes. Wow, that's good. That's good. You You should probably go hiking with it and just like just leave it there. I mean, it's probably better there. No, that's what I was thinking. He likes the bobcat. I, I mean. It's yeah, was he like, offended by the that big fire recently? The Bobcat fire. Was he offended by that because that's taking a shot at the Bobcat? Is he also offended? Isn't there a uh, construction vehicle or company called Bobcat? Oh, yeah, Bobcat. It? Yeah, yeah. Does he is he bothered by that? How big? They don't get that big though. They're not big. Like Bobcats are not. They're medium size, right? Yeah, about the size of a medium sized dog, I would think. Yeah, but that was a wild Bobcat that he took, right? I mean, he didn't. He found it, and he's like, all right, this is my pet. I'm in. I'm good. All right. Uh, It is the Ben Mouse Show. That's why you listen. You never know what you're going to hear.
The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.